Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Now, our friends at Texas Instruments just released an informative piece called Five Ways High Performance MCUs Are Reshaping the Industry, and that's, that's going to be the subject of today's conversation. So as the author states, automated factories and smart vehicles require advanced networking capabilities, real-time processing, analytics at the edge, and more advanced motor control topologies, and that necessitates high-performance microcontrollers. So on the line, we've got Sonia Gilani, a business manager with TI Sitara MCUs. So Sonia, welcome aboard. And could you uh, just expound a bit about uh, what I just mentioned, you know, why are high-performance MCUs so necessary in our current environment? Yeah, Jason, thanks so much for, for inviting us here to talk uh, today um, about what we are doing at TI. Uh, if we look at our customers, they are designing systems that are more and more connected, whether it's coordinating drones in the sky for a magical sorry, spectacle um, at the Olympics, um, or it's coordinating multiple robots together to build or transport goods, um, or making cars and roads communicate with each other for a smarter, safer, more efficient travel, it's clear that there's more and more real-time intelligence needed at the edge. And as these systems uh, continue to scale, centralized compute architectures are becoming more distributed, and these connected yet distributed architectures are demanding more compute performance at the edge. Um, and if you look at devices available in the market today, uh, it really shows a gap in performance between what a traditional MCU can do. These traditional MCUs are typically flash-based, you know, 200, 300 megahertz. Um, what they, these devices can do um, versus uh, a processor. And processors are typically upwards of a gigahertz and require more software overhead, whether it's scheduling, a high-level OS, et cetera. And so Citara AM2X MCUs really fill this performance gap uh, while also maintaining the ease of use concepts that MCU programmers expect. Okay, so let's dive into uh, the meat of the article, namely the list. So how do we increase processing requirements for programmable logic controllers and robot motor control systems relate to high-performance MCUs? Yeah, sure. So Let's take a look at a typical robotic application and see how these trends fit into the architectures of our Satara AM2X MCUs. And I'll, uh, Jason, I'll break this down to really kind of three main bullets or three main pieces, right? First is uh, we see robots doing more. Uh, whether we are talking about cobots that work alongside humans in a manufacturing plant um, or fully autonomous robots that are transporting, delivering goods, the level of design sophistication continues to go upwards. Um, motor control, as an example for the robot, uh, is typically done at the edge. And we see next generation robots really fine tuning this uh, multi-axis motor control for smoother motion. For example, it may be based on the system's environment. Maybe the motor is aging and its electromechanics are changing. Maybe uh, it's a windy day outside, and the robot needs to adapt uh, it, the control accordingly. Or, or maybe the, the load is just heavier than usual. One trend is clear, and that is the need for more processing as more and more of these functions uh, become integrated at these edge nodes. The second is that we see robots making real-time decisions. Sophisticated robots 
uh, have a higher volume of sensor data coming in and need to respond immediately. They need to be able to communicate real time um, as well. This could be to a, a host CPU. This could be then you know taken data then taken up to the cloud, whatever it may be. It's collecting a lot of data to either respond on or to to move to another part of the system. Um, and we look at what we did with the Citara uh, AM2 XMCs. You know we've added integrated a lot of sensing and actuation peripherals. Uh, to enable low latency real-time control and integrate support for common industrial protocols like uh, gigabit ethernet with TSN uh, in order to support these trends that we see in the market. Thirdly, we see robots more and more working alongside humans. Our customer's customer wants local control of their own data, that's one, and two, uh, they also want a safer working environment for people. Um, as you know, robots and, and humans work alongside each other. Satara AM2X MCUs uh, include a lot of these you know, on-chip features to help support data security and safety requirements as uh, our devices are used in these more connected and therefore complex systems. All right, now if, if we could um, fast forward to number three, um, on the article list, uh, you know, what are the mm -hmm. defining characteristics of MCU and what, why is that so critical today? Yeah, Jason, I, I can't stress how important this is. Uh, if you look at the trends that I, I spoke about earlier, uh, it's just very critical. Uh, it was very critical that we break down how to address these trends as part of our uh, Citara MCU architecture and, and product portfolio. And I'll, Again, I'll break it down into kind of two phases, right? First is really starting with the chip design. So our approach uh, would start with high performance, low latency design across the entire portfolio. From there, we build devices within our portfolio that really target design challenges across three main technology vectors that we see in this space. One is the need for real-time control. Second is the need for real-time communications. And third is this higher uh, processing requirements and the uh, addition of analytics. In fact, you know, we have a white paper that we can share that really goes into a bit more detail on, on how, how we support this. The second is building the right tools and ecosystem to go and support the devices uh, themselves. And that really, you know, forced us to focus on ease of design and development which is very critical for engineers as they want to develop and integrate functionality quickly. Uh, and we do that by offering easily accessible and industry standard tools and software, uh, such as those offered by our Launchpad hardware, uh, hardware platform, as well as the MC Plus Software Development Kit, or SDK. Really you know, pulling in these different elements uh, to build out the ecosystem to support our, our product portfolio. Um, and that's really kind of our approach is this one is you know, focusing on the chip design bottoms up and then also how do we fill that offering out with uh, what customers need to get to market very quickly. Okay, and, and finally, how do the Satara MCUs uh, improve on the onboard non-volatile memory of uh, traditional MCUs? Yeah. So a lot of these higher data processing requirements require low latency memory access. And that is addressed with on-chip RAMP, which we uh, do offer with our Satara AM2X MCUs. 
Um, but additionally, we also offer expansion options uh, with an external memory architecture, uh, like, for example, external flash. Um, and this gives designers a very cost-competitive way to address uh, various types of memory needs, either less or more, without necessarily having to change out the MCU or, or modify their board design. Um, and this, in turn, gives uh, designers flexibility to scale up and down their processing needs as well as their me memory needs um, across their various product SKUs. So it gives them a little bit more flexibility to control you know, exactly how they want to scale with their, with their product design. Well, thanks, Sonia. On behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy, and have a great day.